Business Podcast, Episode 12. Today, we're talking about getting rich in space. Humans have always been explorers, and wherever they went, they looked to make some money off of it too. Whether it be gold, or fur, or salt, there was always some new resource or some new business that popped up when exploration occurred. And this, this is going to be true of Mars and space in general as well. Besides just the new resources that we may find, the very task and quest to tackle something so monumental, something that's going to take so much innovation, even if we don't wind up getting there, we're still going to learn so much in the process. Now, before we have Martian hotels and a Martian corner bakery or a Martian podcaster, first we have to worry about getting there and then making the place habitable. As far as getting there, well, we have two very smart guys working on that. We got Mr. Elon Musk and we got Mr. Jeff Bezos. Elon Musk, of course, is the founder of SpaceX, a rocketry company, among having many other jobs. And then Jeff Bezos invested a ton of money into a company called Blue Origin, which is also looking into traveling space. There's also another super rich dude named Richard Branson from the Virgin Empire. He has a company called Virgin Galactic. All these companies... Their goal is to get to Mars and then get people to Mars. And they project that they're going to be able to do this within 10 to 15 years. First, we would send a few test ships and then wind up sending cargo and then people over towards the mid-2030s. The recent surge in space exploration has actually come from these and other private companies. Throughout the past, not that space exploration has a very tenured past, but nonetheless, it's always been funded by governments and public coalitions, like the International Space Station. That was a project that many countries got together to work on, but it hasn't really ever been done by private companies. If you're a fan of the show, you know that I'm a fan of history. There was a little company called the East India Trading Company, which really sped up and incentivized the exploration of North America. And I think that these private companies coming in and trying to get to Mars shows the beauty of capitalism. Both sides, the selfishness to want to make money and then also the byproduct of everyone acting in their own best self-interest by all these companies and, I guess, people you could say and CEOs and investors being so selfish, wanting to make money. It's furthering investment into science. And investment into science has historically been very good for the human civilization. Even in times of war, think about all the effort that was put into the space race. That was because 
the Soviets and the U.S. were at war. During that decade, the 60s to the 70s, sorry, uh, 1960 to 1970, that was the largest investment America has ever put into space. That, in turn, fueled advancements in medicine, in technology, in science, in engineering, and subsequently, I mean, this is correlation, not causation, but the GDP growth during that same 10 years was actually the highest in modern history for America. So I would say that when science and engineering and mathematics and technology, when the R&D, research and development on that, when that spending is highest by our government, we typically do the best. But the interesting thing this go-around is that it's private companies doing so. So let's say we do get to Mars. There are so many industries that would pop up around it. Think about how big the airline industry is. Well, imagine that, but in space. There's going to be different spaceflight companies providing travel and transport to Mars, to space stations, and wherever else we may go. There's going to be mining industries. There's hopefully going to be a whole consumer industry around that. Like I said, with hotels and a corner bakery. And maybe in the next two decades, we'll see the first Martian podcaster. Just think about all the industries that popped up when colonists and Europeans started coming over to America. There was fur trapping, there was agriculture, there was mining. People started to also become entrepreneurs and started becoming traders and skills people. And there was new skills that needed to be learned and executed on from an entrepreneurial standpoint. People left their homes and everything they knew in Europe to come over to America and risk it all for the opportunity at a better life and a better life for their children and their ancestors. That's what America was built upon. And if this investment and execution from capitalistic ventures such as SpaceX or Blue Origin, or Virgin Galactic, Mars will offer that same opportunity of hope, of promise, of a better life. And it won't be the American dream, because we will have people from all over the globe go to Mars, but it will be the new Martian dream. I think that offers us some real hope, at a time where there's arguably a lot to not be hopeful about. And I think it's something that everyone can not even come together on, but everyone can buy into it. I'm not going to say that it's going to end world hunger 
or stop war forever. But I think just the inspiration of tackling something so insurmountable inspires hope and inspires drive in people. America was one hell of a place for opportunity when all the colonists came over here. And it was, again, especially after all this investment in science and mathematics and engineering and medicine and technology. I'm really looking forward to the next 20 years, the next century of space exploration and all the benefits it can offer to humanity. Business Podcast, episode 12. Subscribe, like, comment. Thank you. We're out.